0: Welcome to actual episode 40 of the one-on-one podcast. I am Derek. I'm here with Rodney. Uh, Rodney, say hello to the people. Introduce
1: yourself. Hey, uh, I feel like I feel like you could have just you didn't have to give me a command, but uh, Uh-oh. no, I'm good. Uh, mess with you. Uh, no, I you know happy as always to make an appearance on the podcast. I don't know exactly how many I've done, but I know at this point it's probably been more than 10. So, 10. Buddy, it's, expect, been, it's been about 25. I would... Oh, you I would, think, oh it's, it's I would, been that many? I said more than 10, you know? I said anything but, past that, I stopped counting, so... Oh, yeah, well, you could have went way higher. Oh, well, I guess even even better, you know what I mean? So, you know, happy to be here, happy to talk to some NBA after watching some NFL, you know? The bets uh, came in, we're looking good.
0: Yes, sir, good day. Cowboys lost, McCaffrey scored a touchdown, my NFL parlays hit, Eagles in the uh, NFC Championship game, so all all sunshine and rainbows over here um i was going to say something oh uh, game theory on hbo episode 1 of season 2 oh, yeah.
1: that's true that's true i guess it's true us yeah do the plugs i guess in the beginning i've been forgetting because nobody's sitting through an hour of us talking uh yeah game theory with Molly jones if you if you're listening to this podcast and i'm sure you'll like the show they're both sports based uh i'm a producer on there so Check it out. It's streaming on HBO Max right now. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts because if you have a good idea, I can tell my boss and it makes me look good. Um, So, yeah. And you get a
0: percentage of the bonus cut.
1: I see. Nah, that Derek <laughs> said that. <laughs> you can analyze our voices. That wasn't me. I ain't I, I was
0: asking you. Do people? Nah, there
1: is no there is no bonus cut. I, the only bonus cut I get is in clout. I don't get it. I don't uh, get a raise. Uh, so, it's a very so, good idea.
0: Listen, then send, send your ideas to this podcast first. <laughs> uh, so we as can all can, can, it, we, can, look, we can
1: all I mean, can eat. I mean, as long as look, as long as it's getting to me, I don't I don't care how many channels it's got to go through. But yeah, no nah, HBO Max. That's been fun. It's been it's taken over my life in terms of the. Time committed to it and stuff, but it's a good experience, you know, working with HBO. Episode uh, one, right? It. Yeah, it's episode one, so we got nine more episodes for this season. I talked to Bomani today. He said that the network really enjoyed episode one for whatever that's worth, you know. Because hey, what what
0: time does it come out? I know it airs on. Oh, it, Friday. it airs
1: live on Fridays at 11 p.m. Friday, and
0: then at Hulu the next day. HBO Max, HBO Max excuse me, the next day.
1: Yeah, there's also going to be a rerun. On TNT before Inside the NBA as well, so and that will be Tuesday or Thursday. I think Tuesday. Okay.
0: Listen, HBO, like send me an advertising check, man. I'm getting y'all shows all all 36 of my listeners. You know what I'm saying? I'm plugging y'all. Yeah. You know, say
1: shout out, yes.
0: Um, but yeah, just wanted to get that out. Major stuff, big big accomplishments there um they will be talking about i'm sure more than basketball uh with i'm sure much deeper deeper takes and more inside information we however will be talking about gambling and for the first segment of this podcast and um very fitting that you took your take as 10 and over on this podcast because you know you could have definitely the line or definitely been 15 15. 15.5 or more episodes um So, you know, if you haven't been following me on social media um, or anybody, really, sports betting was, I mean, I guess technically it, it's always been legal in the area, but now it's like literally legal in the state of Maryland. So a lot of people around me now are in, into betting um, because you can just do it from your phone. You don't have to go to, uh, I don't even know if it was always legal in D.C. I think you had to go to Cap One Arena. But, yeah, you did. Okay, but then it was Virginia, but then like that's just even though people definitely were doing that, but that's just uh too much. Um, but now I think it's legal in the district. I'm not sure. No, it's okay. not. Okay. So maybe that's why when last time I was at a doctor, it was telling me I wasn't <laughs> maybe I was so close to the DC line I thought I was in DC and it was like your your uh location no is not verified. I don't know. But um it's legal in the state of Maryland. It is also legal in D.C. if you go to Capital One Arena, which is, I mean, it's not, you know, but I get it if you're not trying to go downtown, which makes it easier on your phone. Obviously, it's already been legal in the state of Virginia. Um, and it, now it has fundamentally changed the way that I watch sports because I no longer care about good offense, uh, possessions, whoever I bet. I just need you to get that 20, 15, the double-double, the over-under points and assists, whatever. I need you to get it out of the way. And then I then you can go win the game or like run your offense or do whatever your coach is telling you to do, but I need my money first. And it's just so funny how to me it's changed the way I've watched sports. And it also has like and obviously I do this podcast and you watch a lot of basketball, I watch a lot of basketball. Um, so we're watching a lot of games that a lot of people maybe wouldn't watch normally, but now I'm watching them because I'm putting money on people and things, and I'm noticing even more stuff that like maybe I wouldn't have noticed now because now I have like Even if it's $5, I got like $5 right on this parlay and this guy needs to get this many rebounds. And I'm like, wow, he really just does not box out for two quarters straight when they run this play or when like they do this pick and roll. He just goes and stands in the corner and never attacks the glass like this sucks. Like I wish I wouldn't have took him for six rebounds because he has two with four minutes to go on the fourth. And, you know, in the words of one of my friends last night, he was like, it's a lot of game left when people are very off of their player props and it's not um and it's in the fourth quarter like i i i switched to like the sit up straight mode when you're playing madden or, or 2k every, <laughs> like possession, I, every yeah, possession every every possession matters like it's, it's the postseason for me like um but i'm interested to hear your take obviously you've been been doing it a little bit longer than uh us down here seeing that you were in new york um and it's been legal there and I assume I, kn- I know you've been doing it longer but you can also tell the people because they might not know that you've been doing it a little bit longer but yeah how is it has it has, did you notice that when you started like really oh yeah yeah, you definitely pay
1: attention to the details I mean if you're you know if you bat somebody's rebounds or assists for example then you're gonna just pay closer attention to the, you know the, the, the smaller details that contribute to those things in any given game you know um
0: assists are the worst
1: Like, they're the best
0: but the worst because you have to rely on this. First of all, you have to rely on somebody passing the ball. What you think, like, for example, James Harden. And people like James Harden and Luca. people love to take him on assists and stuff like that. I kind of stay away from their lines because they're so high that it's like, yes, he could get nine assists. Or, you know, if you do 9.5 over under whatever. But it's like, if he gets nine you don't hit if you took the over or you know something like he might get 8 assists and that's a great game he's not going to force it but you need 10 you know you're basically you need him to get a double double um so you're relying on somebody to pass the ball and every time i take james harden for assists he turns into 06 kobe or it was a night off in la the game before which i shouldn't have took him and he was obviously partying and he just did not care about basketball um or you, you have to deal with somebody passing the ball, and then the other person has to actually make the shot. So you're not really in control of, like, that. I mean, you're never in control because you're betting on somebody else. But
1: um, It's more variables, There's all. Yeah. You know, I mean, because in rebounds, for example, it's just all effort, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody wants – because most – 9 out of 10, it's, like – Two people next to the ball, and it's like who's going to grab the ball to like claim the rebound. And some people care about claiming the rebounds more than other people. So, those that's the only thing for rebounds, you know. But typically, I like to just bet points, uh, or just like sometimes, you know, the money line for a team or something. I mean, there's a lot of different angles and stuff you can do. I think I do like uh,
0: rebounds for centers, I, that's the one I like. That I, I'm starting to really like the uh, uh, points plus assist or. Um, points plus assists plus rebounds for high usage, guys. Those are using my go-to now. Um, oh, so, yeah. Yeah, just like anything they do helps. Yeah. Hey, you got... I need you for 20... Over 21.5 points in assists and you scored 22 points with zero assists. I don't care. <laughs> you got my line, brother. Like, so... <laughs> Um, I also sneakily do like threes made when it's like over under 1.5. Basically, just need somebody to hit two threes for somebody like Harrison Barnes. Um, I had him in my parlay last night and he hit like six. I just need the demand to hit two. You know what I'm saying? But see, and this is what I, you know, what I've noticed. And like, again, I probably always knew this, but when you put money on it, it just amplifies it more you really have to bet on high usage guys. Like if you don't have the usage, I can't bet you because it's just like, you're not even going to give yourself a chance. Like your your odds, you know, like I know somebody who took Thomas Bryant for like 17, 20 points in one game and it hit. I'm like, great for you. Like great. Fine. But like Thomas Bryant scoring 20 points. Like I'm sure that payout was lovely. Even if you put $5 on him, but his usage is not high enough normally to even warrant like me even thinking that he would get like, that's a career game for him. Like, so you putting that money on literally the one game out of his 300 game NBA career to be his career game is very like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I mean, I feel it, but that's where the deep dives come in. And, you know, it's like, Oh, Capella was out this game or so the other starting center was out. He's going to eat. And it's like, you're still relying on the Lakers running plays for Thomas Bryant and or him getting a lot of putbacks. So um yeah, but outside of points, I do like rebounds for people, for big
1: guys. Um and
0: small forwards
1: sometimes. Um Yeah, I've just been trying to be more selective in general, you know, with my plays as Honestly, not even sometimes I can't even bet every day just because you know, sometimes it's just you know, might not just be there. You know, the sleep's not always the same every day, so That's kind of my, my new philosophy. But also, with that, try to you know, bet a little bit he- heavier dollar amounts. You know, like today, I just bet one time, to- one bet all day. You know, I put like a hundred ten dollars on it
0: for now win. Oh, okay.
1: It was like, you, you know, the spread, it was like minus 110, minus 115, or something like that.
0: Were you ever sweating on this bet?
1: No, not really. I mean, maybe a little bit, but then once once Tully Pollard got hurt, I was like, oh, I should probably double down on this. Because I definitely knew the Cowboys weren't going to be scoring. Uh, So that's, you know, that's a whole nother component is the live betting aspect, which I actually really enjoy even more so for NBA, just because you know, a game can shift so quick, you know what I mean? Like, Somebody, or or even just a player, you know, like there's so many possessions. You know, if somebody, you know, is supposed to get 20 points, but then they only have four in the first half, like, bro, if they get, they can easily get four, six points. And, you know, their live line for the points might have been 14 and a half instead of the original 20. And now, you know, if they score six points, they're damn near there. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that Um, for the live betting, which also kind of, to your point, changes how you look at things. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm
0: pretty 50-50 on those, but I've stayed away from them lately.
1: Yeah, I mean, my thing is, it has to be something that I already liked, but I just didn't bet it, you know what I mean? So then if I see an opportunity to get to, to a better line for something I already liked to begin with, then I'm going to bet it.
0: Fair, fair. Um. I was going to say something you had mentioned. Um, Oh, you had mentioned about staying away from bets. Um, Yeah, the first when, you know, when FanDuel, First came, Sports Kings, all that, like that first week I was every night I was like addicted and I was like three, four parlays and I just realized like, number one, you put more than four things on a ticket.
1: Yeah, asking for
0: it. Like something is going to go wrong. <laughs> it's just,
1: wrong. it's just a man. If you put more than one thing on a ticket, it's like damn near a, a scra- lottery scratch off. Facts,
0: but like four, like you know what I'm saying. Like unless you, I can't even say I've I've put thought I put things that were like
1: <laughs>
0: negative two hundred on a ticket, like four of them, just like bro, this is just going to hit. I don't care how this. I just need something to hit. And I was I was down bad, and it still didn't hit. So like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You put you put more than four things because my first part my first parlay I ever hit was a was a four leg. It was the first night, you know, I hit it. Bro, that's
1: really how it be, which is so crazy.
0: Yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay. And I still think like four to six, if you really uh like the bets, is your six definitely being a max. It's like your sweet spot. But I like I be seeing people now, granted, I'll be using the free money bets, and like obviously, like you could turn that into whatever you want, like you might as well shoot for the, you know. They're going to match your 10 if you lose anyway. Just shoot for the stars. But, um, I mean, I guess be kind of realistic because, you know, you, you c- could win that $400 you know, turnout. But, like, I tried to turn 10 into uh, one, uh, 1,900 one time and, and yeah. I was damn near close. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, like, you put more than four things on there, like, something goes wrong. So I've noticed, like, I don't do. Like I just stay away from those, and I'll be telling my man that. And you know, it's just some of it is just fun, as as Brad would say, our, our friend Brad. Like this is juice. He just like, All right. Sometimes I like I know something's gonna be like it's gonna come out messed up, and I just want to complain. This is gonna give me funny content to tweet about. So I just be like, you know what? Like I guess I'm gonna be going off on Bogdanovich today. Like this is how this is gonna be. <laughs> um. So that's number one, and then number two, like like you said, like now that I. I've done it for a little bit, you know. And I wouldn't call myself seasoned or anything, but, like, I just noticed, like, you, like, I think you said once. one time you texted me, it was like, what you bet? And I was like, honestly, I just bet one thing. It's like, sometimes you just be looking at me like, I don't feel strongly about any of this. I'm not putting no money on on
1: none of these guys. Um, someday- that's my thing. Like, if I'm going to lose my money, it's going to be on, I can just be like, damn, you know what? I was just wrong. You know what? I'm going to just have to eat it. That's fine. Also, side note, speaking of betting, not really about a bet. More so, just wanted to say that the Lakers just got outscored 45 to 13. Yes, yes. I, yeah, I'm live. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'm watching a, Before we got on the show, I think it was like
1: 45
0: oh. to 40 or something. Bro, like the that. Lakers
1: were up 18 to 2 to start the game.
0: I didn't see the start of the game, but I was watching
1: the end of uh, the 40. They were up, they, were, they started the game 18 to 2, and now they're down 71 to 46.
0: Yeah, we're, we're going to get into
1: that uh, in, in a minute. <laughs>
0: um, But yeah. uh, so yeah, that's what the betting thing. And then I I don't know if I can reveal your tactic on here, but I've been using that a lot more My tactic. You, you like the singles? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, that's, I mean that's not you know I didn't make that up. I guess. So. No. Well,
0: I've been like doing the thing where like I'll put like three or four things in a par Like a lot of times, maybe three. Like now I'm at three, but like it'll be two things that I really think are going to hit. Like and I'll single them, like, so i put them on a parlay, but i also single them. Sometimes I'll just single them. I won't even, like, parlay things together. And so, like, and it's happened before. Those two things have hit, and the one thing that I was, like, I think it's going to hit, but it, it's the thing I feel like might mess it up, or it might be that one bet that actually makes the three-leg parlay even worth making, like, oh, this raised this from putting 10 on it to making 20 to putting 10 on it to making 45, so, like, it's worth the bet. It not hitting, but the other two things did hit, so at least, like,
1: at you least you're, not, you're
0: not losing money. Yeah, yeah. At least I sometimes I'm even gaining even if I'm getting like $2 back. It, like I didn't, you know, I'm just not out of like the flat 10. You know what I'm saying? Something's right. coming back. Um it also is a good morale booster, you know. So at the end of the night, you're not <laughs> like, ah, oh. everything. Especially when you put one
1: bet on
0: and and um it, it goes south, you really be sick. Uh, yeah, no, you
1: definitely got to have the you got to have the the morale. You can't be ment- mentally like upset or because then that's when you start doing dumb stuff.
0: Yeah, I've definitely been there before. I- I've been through the range of emotions, uh, but I-, I guess to end this off, I just have a lot of things, uh, particularly with NBA that, that I don't mess with as far as betting. Um, first and foremost, the Clippers. I don't bet uh, for them, against them. I see them playing, I stay away from that game. I just don't know what they're gonna do. Um the night where the night where um they got blown out by the the nuggets and they didn't even start their starters in the second half. I was so pissed because I needed Jokic. I think I just needed him to get 20 points or something. He had 14, they got like a 14-point triple-double, but they were winning by so much, or maybe I needed to get uh, an extra rebound or I don't know, but they were winning by so much that they didn't have to play, so he never was gonna get the stats because he just sucked the whole second half and I was uh, just yeah, screaming at the out. TV. Yeah, I was just screaming at the TV like Denzel Washington and uh, remember the Titans at Tyloo. Like, let the boys play! Let them play. Like, I'm just, like, yelling. People, my neighbors are knocking on the door. Like, it's, it's a bad, bad place to be <laughs> in my household. And so, like, the Clippers, I stay away from them, man. Um There's a lot of other people. I'm not going to go into everybody because we might be here for a while. But, like, I- I'm sure you have your, like, stay away from like.
1: yeah you gotta have your stay away from like you stay away from anything Joel and rebounds you never know when he's just gonna be lazy uh stay away from the Houston Rockets at all times really uh, yeah they're just, they're just I just don't want to watch them so I don't want to be I don't want to feel like I need to watch like they're just so bad I don't know they're, they're AAU bad. team they're definitely yeah, like, in no, some possessions. No, no interest in like putting any, season, any money into them. Like, I like there was a think, point in time, maybe in the earlier in the season, but not anymore. That that ship has sailed. Um, I stay away from the heat, yeah. The heat, also. except Bam,
0: he's gonna be something else. I stay from the heat, I stay away from the Raptors. They're too like by committee. I never know who's gonna like really get what I need. Um, uh, I will say that Fred Van Fleet. Definitely torches the Knicks, so, like, maybe that's one you should be on. But, like, I saw O.G. And they'll be standing in the in this corner with 14 points from the six-minute mark in the fourth quarter through overtime one game. I just need him to get one bucket, and he just did not – he just was not involved in the offense, and that's when I knew I could never bet on that team ever again, so.
1: Yeah, you got to have your stairways, you know. No, no I like – I, I do actually
0: – I'm going to push back on the first two, though. I'm
1: I'm actually
0: more so now like, staying away from Harden because I never know what I'm gonna get. But I like Embiid if it's if he's played two games in a row and it's the third game, because I feel like he's either a gonna get tired, get hurt, or something, and not play the fourth game. So I feel like he's had two good games. Okay, I know he's in the in the in the rhythm of it. He plays the third game. I'll take him for rebounds or points, especially depending on who. If he's playing like in LA, New York, or Boston, or those big cities, particularly LA. Like I took him. When he played Lakers and all that, um, and then the fourth night I don't take him because like he just not getting four games out of him. So like, um, so I've been taking Embiid lately, um, but then, so yeah, I like Embiid. I actually do mess with the Rockets, um, but I don't watch them. The Rockets are like usually I like to watch my bets, which is like kind of stressful. But the Rockets, like I'll take them. And I just won't bet them. I will watch them. Um, I used to do. Jalen Green or kevin porter for like 15 because they're just so inefficient and they just are just going to jack up anything so like i know they're good like i at least know that they're going to get their attempts up to give me my points but now i've really been uh hammering the shingun. Uh
1: yeah sh- Shingoon is very
0: cool yeah Shingoon. um my personal favorite uh is larry marketing um he's won me a lot of money i've had to start definitely singling him Cause he he'll, he'll hit on my parlay and somebody else will mess it up. So, shout out to him. Uh, thank God for the Utah Jazz this year. Um, and then uh, friends, uh, Wagner also. Um, yeah, good good white man right there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those are my uh, those are some of our uh, gambling takes. Don't uh, worry, I'll be,
1: be ready to gamble for baseball season. Don't worry.
0: See, yeah, you're you're deep into it. I told people about your Boise State line too. And they were just everybody was just like, bruh, what? Who would know that? So like you know, you know.
1: And that don't spank.
0: Yeah. I got a friend who told me he bets uh he bets darts.
1: Yeah, see that's just weird. Bruh. So
0: he bro, he's like they play that they play it on the phone. Uh, on on the FanDuel app because it's over in Europe and they play it from from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. in the morning. That's just, insane, bro. He said he wakes up, walks the dog, and just watches it and just bets live bets. It. And he said he's made so much money off of it. Yeah, and that's, just,
1: I, that's super nasty,
0: bro. I mean, if you're making money, I mean, obviously FanDuel has hit harder or just as hard as like <laughs> hit the black community hard lately. the The sports community, period. Like, so if you're making money, bro. But yeah, I hear that. I didn't even know. I mean, obviously, I'm obviously you could tell I'm not It's, up just, it's, just, five the eight. Time,
1: it's just the time of day. Like to be doing that at 6 a.m. is what's nasty.
0: I mean, if you are up, you up. You know, obviously I'm not up, but I didn't even know darks was a thing you could bet on.
1: Yeah, I mean
0: I honestly maybe like I guess I knew darks was a sport, but like I couldn't honestly with like a straight face tell you I knew that that was really like like if you asked me to name all the sports in the world, I don't think I would have kept the darts until like you were like, Yeah, it's one with a D. After like I've <laughs> I I, I betted a hundred sports. I've been like, uh the, the darts? I don't know. Like so um Yeah,
1: no. I mean I've seen I've seen darts get a sports center highlight, so
0: Yeah. So I mean which everybody parlay is the best. Uh yeah. I guess moving on to actual basketball talk. Um, You spoke about the Lakers earlier. The Lakers in the Western Conference. They're playing a Western Conference opponent. Ironically, they're playing the team that's one seed above them. If you look at the West right now, uh, Dallas is fifth at 25 and 23. The Lakers are 13th at 21 and 25. Like these teams, if you look at just losses, they're separated by two games. Um, just in the lost column, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, two games in the lost column. Um, we have the, the Mavericks, the Clippers, Golden State, Timberwolves, Jazz, Phoenix, OKC, Portland, and the Lakers in that order from five through 12, five to 13, excuse me. What do we make of the Western Conference one? What who is the best team in the Western Conference two? And are there any moves that can get any of these teams outside of the probably the Clippers and Golden State? And maybe even uh Phoenix is getting healthy that can take any of these teams that I named over the top to catch Denver, Memphis,
1: Sacramento, or New Orleans? Well, I mean, I think. I can kind of answer both questions or both points with, uh, you know, there's no clear cut favorite. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the East, for example, has well, hi- more of a hierarchy. You know, there's a, yeah. you know, there's like five really good teams, and then there's a big drop off. The West, I don't really feel like there's any team that to me is so much better than I that I would say that there's a significant drop off for the next team. Um, you know, I would say that the Pelicans. Um or probably third, and then, like, Memphis and Denver between the two. Like, right now, I, pro- I would probably trust Memphis a little bit more than Denver, but I definitely don't Why? trust – Because they play defense. Okay. I'm just uh, – uh... Yeah, they, they, they play defense, and they have a little more lineup versatility between, you know, Steven Adams at center.
0: So we don't uh, believe in the Kings at three? No,
1: nah, I'm not, not quite believing in the Kings at three. I think, they, I think they're just like – they're like Denver – Jr., you know, just like Sabonis is Jokic Jr., like it's just, you know, like they do a lot of the same things, but not <laughs> You see himself.
0: that tweet of... Um, yeah,
1: the Pokemon, yeah. Yeah,
0: it was uh, yeah. Shungun, <laughs> Shungun a and Sabonis. <laughs>
1: That's really how it is, though, like he's, you know, he's at the elbow, running, running the offense, you know, same spots on the court a lot of times that Jokic is doing. He's posting up. Uh, he hits the occasional three, you know, spot up three or whatever, a lot of dribble handoffs. Uh, You know, it is a lot of, it is a similar play style. He just, you know, isn't as, you know, skilled or his vision isn't quite as good as Jokic's. So it's just not quite the same, you know. Um, I wouldn't, you know, say that Keegan Murray and Harrison Barnes are as good as, you know, Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter, but like, they're kind of like worse versions of them, you know what I mean? So I can't really... Say the Kings, but I mean, shout out to them for being a. I would assume a top six seed at some some level. Um, so those are my big the three. Uh, in terms of, I think I think Dallas is the one team with just because they have Luca. Uh, that if they could make a trade, I, I don't know what assets they have to make a trade. You know, they they owe some picks from Kristaps trade.
0: Yo, they were uh, talking about uh trading uh to get Terry Rozier back. I mean, I don't love that, but Kelly Ubre terrier's there, Josh Mc not Josh McDaniels, but uh what is it? Josh Mc... one of the McDaniel I, I, Yeah, I'm... McDaniels. Yeah, um
1: Jaden. Jaden. No, Jaden is in Minnesota.
0: Okay, so maybe it Look up McDaniels on the on the Hornets. everybody. Like whatever it's jay McDaniels, i am blanket on him. But um and then it was talking about probably packaging it up. Um Tim Hardaway Jr. and maybe Davis and a and a pick or something like that, and it was you know basically it sounded like they were just trying to get Jalen Brunson back because like Terry Rozier like oh he's a ball handler that could you know take yeah, some pressure. Jalen, Jalen Brunson
1: is a... so much better, but I mean I get I mean, mean, yeah I yeah well, yeah but at least it's no, like well that's what I thought of it.
0: They were just talking about you know ball handler and when I was like our additional playmaker, and I was like oh like Jalen Brunson. <laughs> um, Obviously, you know, Jalen Brunson-Light, but I don't even know what that – Terry Rozier, like Kelly Oubre, like
1: fine players, but like – Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I mean, that's something, but, yeah, I don't know what that's doing. You know? I mean, it, like
0: Jalen – Tim Hardaway Jr., Kelly o, Oubre, uh, uh, Terry Rozier. I'm not saying who's better, but, like, to me, all in that same kind of class, like I probably – everybody would probably say Terry is, like, the best out of all – three of those but whatever and then you if you're saying Davis Bertans like obviously so if you're trading Terry Rozier and and I mean excuse me Davis and Tim Hardaway you're getting back Kelly and Terry Rozier those are two players that are probably better than the two you're giving up in the sense that like Davis sometimes is just he's not sometimes like he's just a miss a lot of times like he shoots that's about it and sometimes when I watch the match he doesn't even play so you're getting literally production out of Kelly Oubre that you're not even going to get out of Davis, but you know to Lucas, Lucas the it came in response of Lucas like wanting them to make the team better. Like, does that put you over the hump? I no, like I don't. It's not. I don't think so. No, like, yeah,
1: probably not. But I mean, it's still. I mean, it's something. I don't know what that that does cap wise. Uh, It also
0: relieves some cap space. They were saying so. I mean, I get it, but it doesn't do anything for you this year. And I feel like that tr- – if you want to make that trade – and I'm not sure what everybody's roster – I mean, uh, contract situations between those four people that I named. But I feel like that's something you could get a package like that in the summertime if, if you know, like I don't – I don't know. But
1: um, – I, mean, I mean, they don't have a lot of assets. I mean, I don't think that they are really going to get a much better caliber. It's not like they're – you know. I don't know. I don't know what else they could get. I mean, I I would I would maybe I would consider doing it just for the sake of. No, but I'm saying something different.
0: You could get I feel like you could like get that deal. In the summer, with these same people assuming everybody is, you know, I mean,
1: but why would I want to wait for the summer?
0: What is that doing for you now?
1: I mean, you're getting better. I mean, it doesn't matter how much better. But if it's not if you're going to do it in the summer, just do it now. I guess. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're, if we're saying they're getting better players, then why wait? Just get them, see what you have, and then you know you can trade them again if you need to. I guess, like, but I don't. I don't see the incentive of waiting. Yeah, if it's yeah. gonna be the same trade,
0: does that does that take you higher than the fifty? Like you could, I mean, yeah, I guess. I, but yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know.
1: You can. I mean, you can. You can find out. At least you'll know.
0: Yeah, maybe you have a point. I it just didn't really move the needle. It seemed like to me like Luca was like I, he's like I really want to make the team better. Like obviously he's come out with those statements and like I yes I get what you're saying, but like how inconvenient. I don't. But um, I don't
1: think they they don't have the assets to
0: make a, a bigger to splash. make one
1: huge. Yeah, like they got to make a bunch of small moves and hope they add up into a better overall team. Because it's not like, you know, they need. I don't think they need as much as people are making out to be. Just because they do have Luca, like I don't think they need a true number two, like, star, all-star next to him. Like, you don't have to have that, in my opinion, uh, to at least be, like, really good. Uh, at least for now, like, I just think it makes more sense to just kind of Do slowly, and try. you know, make a, you know, a small win here, a small win there, and hope it adds up to, you know, maybe you don't have that one guy, but you, if you have, you know, three solid guys, you know, maybe, like, You know, I wouldn't consider Jalen Brunson a star, but so not even like a Jalen Brunson, but just people who are just, you know, a little bit more reliable, you know, like maybe like two more Christian Woods, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh... Especially if, like you said, you're trading away somebody who's just taking up space like that, like Breton's not giving you anything.
0: We'll see what they do. But
1: <laughs> I don't expect them to actually do anything. But if that trade was on the table, like I would pull the trigger.
0: Um I actually do think there's a hierarchy in the in the in the west, but I don't know who the best team is. But I think it's a clear Denver, Memphis, New Orleans. Phoenix went healthy and then Golden State and the Clippers went healthy, but the Clippers are always not healthy. Um, I
1: mean, if it's six teams in a hierarchy, that's not much of a hierarchy.
0: Well, after that six, it's it's like nobody else below them, I think, has a chance this year. But yes, I, I guess I get what you're saying. But I mean, basically, to your point earlier, you said in the East, there are five good teams and it's a drop off. I think it's those six teams. And then as presently constructed, it's a drop off.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean everything's inevitably a drop off, but the fact that there's six teams right there, I mean, that's a pretty wide open field.
0: I would never put money on the Clippers, but I mean yeah. Um so we have Dallas. Like out of Dallas, I think the Clippers are gonna make the playoffs, Golden State. Phoenix. I mean, if everything gets healthy, they come back. I mean the Lakers, Portland, and OKC, do they have any chance of jumping Minnesota, Utah? I'm not gonna put Golden State. I mean, I feel like disrespectful we're saying this about the Kings since they're number three right now, but the Kings, because they drop all the way from three to
1: out of the playoff picture. The Kings? No, I can't I can't see the Kings dropping outside of the top six.
0: Okay. So like we're so OKC, Portland, and uh Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, those teams will be right where they are. <laughs> eleven through twelve. I mean thirteen. I mean, I, I think those teams will be right right where they are. I mean, who's ten right now?
0: Phoenix, which I would have making it. Nine would they're gonna so they're gonna have to catch in my mind, they're gonna have to catch Minnesota. Um, the,
1: the only team that's got the drop in Utah. out of the top ten is Utah. There's one spot for eleven, twelve, and thirteen, and that's Utah.
0: Okay. So who's let's take a break and we'll, we'll come right back. Cause I, I have a question for this then All, right. All right. Okay. So, uh, 12, 11, uh, 12 and 13, we have OKC Portland and Los Angeles. Portland is now currently at last I checked with me in the breaks off of, uh, LA, um, so the only spot that you think that one of these teams could take is uh Utah. Utah yeah. yeah, we don't we don't think Memphis is I mean Minnesota is dropping
1: out. Or you don't no, think I don't, I don't I don't think so. They'll they'll be they'll be all right. I mean, you know, they're they're not gonna get worse when currently Towns comes back. I think they're very they're five hundred, I think they're a five hundred team. I think five hundred will get you in the top ten. So do you so okay, think they, they got Anthony Edwards? He's been playing really has been actually playing really good this year. They got enough talent. I, I don't really see it from OKC. Uh I think I think Portland is probably it's the most team. likely candidate to, to move on into the uh top ten. I, I mean,
0: think in, if, I think if if Anthony if and when Anthony Davis comes back and he was playing like he was before he got injured, um I think the Lakers can catch Memphis. I mean Minnesota. Excuse me.
1: Yeah, I mean that's if we're even. Yeah, it's pleasant, pleasantly as presently constructed. I would put the Lakers' chances below Portland and OKC, probably even with Anthony Davis coming back.
0: Below with Anthony Davis coming back in terms, of, in back terms
1: like? of catching in, turn, in terms of catching Utah and or Memphis or Minnesota.
0: And this is because
1: y'all suck. What do you mean? Because
0: so you think OKC is better than Los Angeles right now? Well, with Anthony Davis,
1: I mean they're about the same. Yeah. Let's see, that's what that is where I disagree. I mean, they're, they're, they're not. There's nothing, you know. If you want to say the Lakers are a little better, then I mean, I guess, but I, a little better would get you with the attempts, Steve. But I mean, but I don't think that's a I don't think that's a lock. You know, I think OKC has way better guards for one. That's fine. Uh, That's fine. I, no no problem admitting that. Yeah, and so, so it's like, and just like the reliability, I can't, I don't know how much reliability I can put on... Anthony
0: Davis helps. Anthony you know. Davis, you know, like... That's fair, but I don't think, like... I'm saying if he comes back out and he plays like he was playing before, um, and LeBron's still playing good, I think they can... I think they have a better chance of catching... Minnesota and or Utah than OKC does. Um, because if anything happens to Shea, I- I'm not sure what OKC does. Now, granted, Shea's obviously been more reliable than uh
1: Anthony Davis, but um Hey Lakers trying to make a little comeback. They're down fifteen now.
0: I mean, see, like, you're trying to get that twelfth spot, you know what I'm saying? I are trying. That. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, this I, this is also assuming the Lakers don't make a trade because I don't think that the Lakers will actually make a trade. Yeah, I, a don't trade think, I don't think they're going to make a trade uh, They're going to they're gonna try and hold on to those picks, maybe do something in the offseason or something with, with something when they have more cap space. Um, and I think it's
0: criminal that Minnesota is even in this position that we're talking about this right now.
1: Well, I mean, they kind of got bailed out a little bit because they've had so many injuries. Uh
0: my Did brothers, they, they were not good when, when I mean, they, were they weren't,
1: there. but it was also just, like, the first 15, 20 games, like, it's kind of hard to firmly place a team somewhere. I mean, like I said, most likely it would have been the same, but the injury situation kind of bailed them out. Uh, and Anthony Edwards is playing better and better. D'Lo has been better as the year has gone on as well. So, I mean, overall, like, they're definitely the most disappointing team just given all the future assets they gave up. And in, in theory, this was supposed to, that Rudy Gobert trade in their eyes was putting them over the hump to now be a championship contender. You know, I don't know why else you would trade all that to not be a championship contender in their eyes. They thought Rudy Gobert was, you know, that that missing piece, you know.
0: When has the eyes of the Minnesota Timberwolves ever been correct?
1: Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess I mean they, they got Anthony Edwards right, I guess. Um, uh, who was in that draft class? Uh, LaMelo, that was about the only James Wiseman, and Wiseman, yeah. I mean,
0: I, you could argue, I guess LaMelo, but I mean, they had the number one pick, so like,
1: I mean, they look, they didn't mess it up, I guess, yeah, you know, that, I, that's they, fair. It wasn't, you know, I'm, I gotta give them, they gotta, I gotta give them something, you know, it's not, they don't got many wins. That's about one of the best wins I can give them, so it's a weak win, it's still a win for them, so you, I don't know. I, you man, have. Point. I could say the Lakers have a better chance than OKC. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. You know, I don't think it's that significant, but in a best-case scenario situation, I would have definitely more so agree if we're, if we're only speaking as that is the only outcome. Uh, I just think the Lakers have more ways their season can go wrong than OKC. No, season, season's already season. gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be continued, you know, in terms of down the stretch to the playoffs. Um, Jumping back to your top six, though,
0: you have Sa- – you don't think is going to drop out of the top six? No,
1: nah, actually, yeah, no, nah, not not at all. I mean, it, I would assume they'll be, they'll, be, Dem- they'll be pushing for the top four, to be honest. I think they're really well, good. Well, they're
0: right three there. right now. You, that's you, what I mean. I think – I expect them to stay in that area. You have Denver – I mean, Dallas. I would assume you have Dallas dropping out and the Clippers staying in?
1: No, nah, I mean, the Clippers, they just – I just don't know. Like, they just don't really care. Like, I don't really – I can't really – Say they're Can't gonna win it. anything, yeah, because like they don't care. Like, why am I gonna care? I'm not about to, you know. They, I don't even know if they expect to win. I don't know what they. I don't know what. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I, I just, I really don't. Um, the so whole just... like deep roster thing is cool, but it's just like they have so many guys. They just, they don't even know who their best five is. You know, like every they don't night play. They
0: don't play. That's the problem. Like, it was well, the problem even, in the bubble. I mean, even, even when now.
1: they even when they do play, they still don't. They still swap out all the role players. They don't have a firm five.
0: I I can't look. I had I don't have the stats in front of me. So what you're saying is correct. I don't have the stats in front of me, so I don't know how often it uh, Kawhi and and Paul George have been healthy and, and playing. But like, I don't even think they have played. They've had their full roster. Everybody healthy long enough to be able to be like, okay. When we're actually healthy, like, this is who the five is. And then this is who the main role players are. And this is who – and then you have John Wall who is injured, not injured. Um, And not saying, you know, like, trying to talk about his injury concern or anything, but I'm just saying, you're like you said, adding more pieces. And it just comes down to the fact that they just don't play. And I think you said this before years ago, like – Oh, I can't judge them cuz they told me the regular season doesn't matter to them. I have to wait to the playoffs. What have they done in the playoffs? They're as a team individually, some of those guys have done some something, something in the playoffs, some of them. As a team, they've done nothing. So like you can't keep telling me, "Oh, this doesn't matter." We only built the I mean, I, yeah, for I, mean the playoffs. I
1: literally said that like two years like two years. No, no, yeah, and and, and I, I don't didn't think I said it since.
0: No, yeah, I didn't believe right. it then, and I understood why you said it, and I'm not it's not to say that you were wrong. I just think I didn't believe it then. But now, like, I definitely don't believe it because you haven't done anything. And every time you pop up with a new team, somebody's hurt, you're adding a new former starting point guard, star, big-time role player that now has to accept lesser minutes. That could help. That could not. We've seen that go both ways. And we just never know what we're getting out of them. Couple that with the fact that outside of Kawhi Leonard, like we don't know what Paul George we are gonna get in the playoffs from time to time. Even when that rolls around,
1: um, yeah. I mean, I will say at least for the Clippers, they definitely have the ammo to to make a trade. Um, I don't. I don't think this will be the team that they roll with into the playoffs. Uh, they got a lot of contracts. They got you know, um, I think they, they got a couple picks. I think, but a lot of their picks are still are gone to OKC. But they definitely have a lot of contracts. Um, a lot of young players some veteran players like they can they can mix some things up uh, i don't know you know i don't think it'll, i think it'll be kind of a like a very small trade in terms of like they're not going to get another star but i don't expect this roster to be their final roster come playoff time
0: i'm going to be interested to see who the top six is in the in the west just because like you have the kings who are kind of built to play good regular season basketball They don't really suck at any position. Um, They're young. They play hard. You know, all that stuff. New Orleans is just like a health risk at all times. I feel like Dallas will probably... They're close to dropping out, the Clippers. But then, like, I feel like Golden State... And I really don't know what's going on truly in Phoenix. And I think Phoenix is just going to explode in the play... (laughs) Explode in the playoffs like in a bad way. Implode, I guess, is a better word to use. Um. But I do think they'll be good in the regular season. And they're – I mean, they're one game under 500. Two wins takes them to 25 and 24. So, I mean, they'll be sitting right there with with the Clippers at six. So, I feel like they'll jump two. I definitely feel like they're better, at least on paper, than Utah and Minnesota. Um, So, I'm interested to how it plays out. I think it's going to be really important for any team – not Gordon State to get home court advantage. Like, if I'm Memphis or Dallas, I probably, I mean, Denver, I probably definitely want to end up one and two. Like, make everything come through us. Um, even New Orleans, being a young team, like, make every, maybe even more so for a team like New Orleans, like, make everything come through us, make everybody come down here to New Orleans and play um, with all their health concerns, like, make everything as uncomfortable on the road as possible. Um but I don't really see any true front runners actually. I mean I would probably a lot of
1: people are like in Denver. That's been the hot team.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I was I I would probably take Denver because they're they're hot right now and you know they have Jokic. You could I mean the the MVP talk is heating up again. I kind of I think you said Memphis they play defense more than Denver. Um, I don't, something about Memphis, they're just, they're just, they just have these one or two games where I know they should win and they don't, and it just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, I still feel like they're missing something. I feel like they're missing a consistent number two, and they kind of do it by committee, which I think is good, but I'm going to just need, uh, Jackson to actually stay on the floor and like string together, like, 10, 15 good games where he's, like, more consistent with
1: it? Yeah, I mean, the problem is Dylan Brooks sucks, and they try to act like he doesn't. That's really what the issue is. So, he.
0: I was going to mention him, but... See, he's their defensive stopper, that's the thing. So, like
1: he's not even he's not all that great at that either. He's all yeah, right, yeah.
0: But I mean, like, he kind of gets away with it because he's like the energy, like
1: bro. I don't want to hear that shit, bro. It's 2023. Like, we you can't play offense four on five. Like, so it's the same reason Matisse Tybel well, has here, exactly but, okay, but here's the defender in the league. Here's the here's, here's Is he? He's in the top five. He's okay. really good. Right. He's okay. okay. Good. I was going to say, I,
0: no, yeah, I was going to say, okay, are, are we stamping the 100% best defender in the league? Um, here's the thing, though. The difference between Matisse uh, and Dylan is Thibault doesn't play offense because he, he knows he can't play offense. Nobody has told Dylan Brooks that he's not an offensive threat. Bro, somebody needs to. That's my <laughs> point. It's almost, but it's almost like, and I feel like that's, Sneakily, a way that he can stay on the court is like he at least is a threat in a weird way to put the ball on the floor, go to the cup, score a few points, shoot a jump shot. Like it's not like self check to the point where you know, like, bro, this guy is really not just going to shoot. It's like no, he'll he'll shoot it. Now, how many times you want him to shoot it as Memphis in Memphis's case? That's between him and the coach. But Dylan, like,
1: Dylan Brooks is like how. Marcus Smart used to be, but just like on steroids. So it's like, anytime it's a big shot, it's like, bro, please swing the ball. One extra pass. Like, please. And you know he's about to hoist it up, and you know he's going to miss it anytime it's any sort of important shot. And you just can't have somebody like that who's so willing to take them along with all the other isos that he takes. Yeah, I mean, roll, he'll he'll make roll. one every blue moon to, like, keep you happy, I guess, but he doesn't think really well, see, that's the fun.
0: difference between him and, and Thibault. Thibault will never Well, be, I
1: mean, I'm not trying to directly compare him to Thibault. No, he's no, I a, get I a, get what, a, you're a, what you're saying. Thibault, but, like, he's not good enough in a playoff environment to be your crunch time guy, like, and to have no alternative if he's having a bad night. Well,
0: I mean, the alt. Well, the, and that's the thing. He shouldn't really be at all. Like, they have, theoretically, enough other offensive not really what bang like
1: i'm talking i'm talking about on the court like i'm talking about him being on the court period they don't have an alternative player to sub in for him
0: oh um they've been running a lot of uh uh not conchar but an, uh, the other dude out there a lot lately um
1: who yeah like zaire williams like come like come on now no 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 no, no. it's uh what's his number I'm um, but,
0: but I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess I feel you. What the hell, Denny Green? Is he still hurt? I forgot Yeah, or? he's
1: still hurt. Yeah. That's what I mean. So like, they just they don't have they 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 need another wing bad.
0: Oh, uh, I can't pronounce his name, but I guess he's more of a big anyway. Um, uh,
1: Satai. Who, Aldama! Yeah, Aldama, he's like a, yeah. yeah, he's yeah, like a power forward center. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, I mean, but I mean, he he plays defense. Like that, that's his
1: favorite. Bro, Mur- so, like, man, get out of here, bro! <laughs> Why are you? Directing- everybody else, everybody else on the team plays defense and also has a real role on offense. His role is dependent on. How good is he gonna be doing that day? You just never know, Man, and and I can't have somebody taking fifteen shots and you just don't know.
0: Yeah, the problem is that he's taking too many shots. Like if he were taking like a couple to keep people honest, and then making a few, then you could kind of live with it. But
1: well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not like some. It'd be different if he was just like a spot up shooter. Like no, nah, like he wants ISOs. He wants to take mid range fadeaways. <laughs> He does take, you know, what I mean, like he, he wants take to take ice real ice. shots, like he's a scorer. Like, this isn't a guy who's just like, you know, in the words of Draymond... the basket, like Aaron Gordon, or just like spotting up and shooting threes. And or, that's like... what he really should
0: be doing. He should really just be cutting to the basket using his frame, like trying to get fouled, draw
1: fouls, well, knocking a couple well, free throws. I'm not expecting him to change his stripes. You know, we had the same thing with Russell Westbrook, like, people are who they are. like you got to figure out the best way to utilize what people's strengths are, not try to mold. I mean, them I guess or they're not. Your hope is Danny Green comes back. Danny Green. If I'm relying on Danny Green, I need something else. <laughs> Danny Green in 2023, coming off of ACL, he hasn't played all year. This is the no, team. No.
0: This, is, this is the team that you told me that right now you think of the favorites, though. So I'm just, I'm going through the roster.
1: Like, I mean, that's well, they could be the favorites all they want, but that doesn't mean they don't have a weakness. I mean, I also told you that there's no clear cut. Team in the West. i are just, just going through it. Just... I'm just saying, like the only the you know I can do the same thing for the Nuggets. I can do the same thing for the Pelicans. And we're talking about weaknesses. Every team in the West, has, I think has the, a
0: weakness. I think the Pelicans' weaknesses has health and inexperience, but like health.
1: Yeah, no, that's a that's a big part of it for I, sure. I think that's their
0: number one. Like I look at their rosters, kind of like okay, like are they gonna be on the floor, um, and. Have they been on the floor long enough, like, to figure out the Brandon Ingram-Zion thing when they're all out there together?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a little – I'd be a little concerned about, you know, last five minutes of the game, you're probably not playing balanced because, you know, teams inevitably go small at the end of games and such. But even if you are, like, who's that fifth guy? I guess that's kind of a similar problem with the Memphis in a lot of ways in terms of who's your best five.
0: CJ, Branded Zion Herb.
1: Oh uh, yeah. See, once we get to Herb, I have the same. I have the same issues. I mean, he shoots less, but like he's also worse than Dylan I, Brooks. Like he can't. Like he's a non-threat. I don't have those same issues with Herb. If anything, I'm I'm 100 saying Trey Murphy before I say Herb. Herb is has played himself out of that.
0: Okay. I mean. They but they have options. You can go, uh,
1: I mean, that's at least they have options, they just don't have any proven options, but at least they Marshall,
0: have you know what I'm saying. That's like, what I
1: mean. Like, they have options, at least at the very least, they can shuffle the deck if it's not working. They just don't have anyone who they know can do it yet because they're you know, we talked about their inexperience, you know, they're a young team. Um, you know, outside of McCollum and Valentinus, they haven't really been in any sort of playoff runs. As far as I know, in terms of people who actually get consistent minutes, so
0: I don't have those same issues with her. Me personally, I don't see him taking fadeaways. um, (laughs) I'm just no. I'm talking
1: about the issue being him just being a non-threat in general. I his shot selection is much better, yes, but he's still not. You still can't be playing four on five.
0: But he slashes more. Like he kind of that's in his nature, so it just it works more to me. I don't have those, but then I guess maybe it depends on where Zion's on the court and if you have. Valentina is down there, maybe. I don't yeah, have those need, same I issues. Need Trey,
1: I need Trey Murphy out there ten times out of ten before her.
0: Okay. I mean that that that's fair. I just I just don't really have the same issue directly in comparison to um Dylan Brooks, me personally. Cause he's only taking five shots a game.
1: I mean, it's more so the fact that he's a non-threat than anything. Like it's not about it's not a direct comparison to Dylan Brooks. It's more so that the fifth guy is Someone on offense you cannot trust with the ball, you know, at the end of the day, but, you, you, have have to, though, you have to do knock have five, down a, have have five threats on the court,
0: knock down a three, or well, it depends on how they want to play. Like, are we talking
1: anything? About, you just have to have five threats on the court.
0: So, he's not you don't think he's a threat when he's slashing to like finish at the rim? I mean,
1: sometimes. I, think he,
0: I think he's fine when he's doing that, and that I can live with that.
1: I mean, yeah, if it's in the second quarter, sure. But do I trust Herb Jones in the last three minutes of a game? Like, no.
0: To make a layup, bro?
1: To just be a threat in general? Not really. And I don't – I mean, he doesn't get as much playing time as – I mean, he's been hurt, too. He's kind of gotten outplayed this year by other guys on the team. Yeah. Like, his minutes are are not where they were. He's not a – he doesn't even start all the time anymore.
0: That's, a That's what form. I mean.
1: They, like, they just have, you know, and and for all we know, he could come back in the playoffs and, and play better, kind of similar to how he did last year. It's just They they just have a lot of uncertainties. They have a lot of variables that you don't know. You don't know how good Trey Murphy's going to play. You don't know how good Herb Jones is going to play. You don't know how good Najee Marshall's going to play. in Big games, like, we just don't know.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, that would be my biggest concern with them and obviously injury. I said that. Golden State would just be health. Um, I guess roster death. I, mean, I don't know. I mean I, mean.
1: They, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I gotta. They're bench players. They're they're relying a lot on Ty Jerome and Anthony Ram. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, so definitely, so, mean, um, like like they have to. You know what I mean? Like those are like they don't. They you know their their bench is usually one of the better benches. So this is the first time in a while that their bench has just really been bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, and everybody bro, else is just injury prone. The Clippers. I don't. Uh, Phoenix. Like, bro, Chris Phoenix Paul, has no. a
1: real problem because I yeah. think Chris Paul is is not that guy anymore. In terms of every night, he, you know, or even every game. Like in a playoff series where you're playing every other day for a week straight. Like, but we knew that though.
0: We knew that. Well, like, I mean,
1: but I mean, but this has just been an even bigger drop off to the point where it's just like, oh, like, yeah, he's not even a top ten point guard anymore. You know.
0: And then, like you said, Denver doesn't play any defense, but they're really just going to outscore you. And I mean, if they could get three stops, they're pretty dangerous.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean they like mean, that's why I mean they they may have the best chance of outscoring people than anyone else does. they doing what they do best, so I mean you have to consider them. But you know, outside of the Warriors having the greatest duo of shooters ever, I haven't seen many like let's outshoot another team and win team. Well,
0: even that them they play defense. So, well, that
1: I mean, yeah, that too. But so, yeah, I haven't seen too many teams like that. Um, I mean, you know, difference not the worst defensive team in the league, but when you when you don't have any rim protection, your defense is only but so good.
0: I mean, they their their goal is real live put together three three stops and just score on the opposite end, and they just you know we're just gonna outscore you from that from there, you know. We're going to have anywhere from a six to a nine-point lead, and you're just not going to catch up.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, most times they'll have the best player on the court, so, you know, that's in their favor. And also, shout out to the Lakers down three.
0: Yeah, SGA, calls it, or SGA just beat the Nuggets too.
1: So, so, I don't know. It'll be an interesting year. You know, the West is, I think Wide the trade open. deadline. Yeah, it is. And the, and the trade deadline will will make some things more clear. Who?
0: All right, last day before you. Go. Who? Who do we think is even like, just quickly, it like buyers or sellers? Like who? Who's out here trading? You could just keep it to the west.
1: Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't this, think the big, the, the biggest sellers are going to be the Spurs. I would imagine. Uh, between Pirtle, he's going to be a free agent coming up. I know a lot of people like Doug McDermott. You know, he's got. He's only making eleven million. You know, possible bench player upgrade. Somebody shooting. Uh, Josh Richardson, another guard off the bench that is pretty good, plays defense as well. Uh, so the, I would actually look at the Spurs to be the biggest sellers. You know, they obviously have this, the incentive to try and stay bad tank. or even yeah. get work tank. Um, so I would look for them to be sellers, um, especially because I don't think a lot of people are – like there's not a lot of stars out. It's going to be a lot of these like in-between, halfway decent trades, you know, bench players, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I don't um, see any big moves.
1: Yeah, so I think I think the Spurs will have probably the most or one of the most um, players that are that who is also willing to trade the players. You know, like sure, there's teams like Toronto, for example. Like if they wanted to trade the people, then like yes, they would have the most ammunition. But they they don't seem like they're going to trade all of their players. You know, so um, yeah, I would say the Spurs the biggest sellers. And then we already talked about some buyers. You know, I could see. Memphis trying to make a small move to upgrade their bench, maybe just get a shooter. Uh, Dylan Brooks to the Spurs. Jesus. I mean, he's got, he'll help us tank, so it's not a bad move.
0: Yeah, I think
1: if you if you want to lose, you just tell him to shoot 25 times.
0: Um I'm in agreement with the Spurs. Um just I know you got to go. I'm in agreement with Spurs. I think it's gonna be a lot of small moves. I don't even know if people are gonna be necessarily big buyers or sellers because the people who are gonna who are going to be traded are gonna be like, if you're not really watching basketball, like it's not gonna be like, oh, good, uh, Green gets traded or Clay Thompson, or you know, it's gonna be like, oh, their eighth man off the bench got traded. But he can help this team. If I'm going right, to right. state, I'm looking to upgrade my bench. Um, so I would be a buyer. I don't know how they're gonna buy, but I would be a buyer. Obviously, the Lakers. Um, I think OKC stays put. I I think they damn near might want to start taking. I I don't like they nah, might. They might be, it
1: might be too late for them. Yeah,
0: I was saying they, they they might just. Yeah, uh, Phoenix. They need to make some type of move, but I don't know where. I
1: think they'll do something. They'll trade Drake Howard for something. I
0: think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They'll do something around the margins um and then everybody else like dallas they'll probably make a small move i don't see anybody else making any type of move however i do think denver needs to make a move and get some type of defender of some sort i'm not saying they will uh i'm not saying it will happen i'm just saying like maybe you don't maybe just ride it through with this team they're the best record in the league right now or the second best record in the league excuse me so you know but you know that maybe I'm galaxy-braining it, but...
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know. I like their team. I think they got, you know...
0: I like them, that, but I would, you know, like, as you say, I would want them run protection. I would want... You do have KCP. I would want somebody else that could be a two-way, like, like, get a stop. Like, please, like, just help us get a stop. But, you know, like... Yeah, again, I mean, defensive... pretty
1: firm. they got a pretty firm starting five. You know, and they're... I just don't... Like, if you trade for... I guess they could always trade someone away. But yeah, just I, not, saying, I don't even like, know how much, how many minutes they have available for a new player.
0: Yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't want to gather, you don't want to mess up a good thing. And also like defense is about effort. So like the guys that they have theoretically can play defense. Like you can't tell me Aaron Gordon can't be a good defender. KCP, even Jokic, if he just tries to move or put, put your hands up. At the room. I, I know pick and roll basketball. I get it. But like, uh, they have people out there like Michael Porter Jr. Like, bro, you're six, nine, like get in a defensive stance and just slide please like like make some type of effort it will be nine times out of ten fine so there's that um but it'll be a lot of small trades and um i'm interested to see how the the west really plays out because it's it's kind of wide open i think it's going to be a lot of good series and i think it's going to be a lot of interesting first round series because the way it's going to shake up and land i don't think it's going to be like clippers memphis you know, Golden State, like all the top six that I named, like one through six, even if that is one through six, it'd be like, I think a lot of people, though, will, you know, record-wise and in injuries are going to be in that six, seven, eight range, and they're going to be, in, you know, we might get a Denver uh, Golden State round one, or Memphis Golden State, or you know, Phoenix round one, or something like that, so.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
0: Um, Always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. Thank everybody. Sir, for appreciate you. Yeah, have everybody have a,
1: have have a safe week, have a good bettings, all that. Yes, sir. All right.